Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. All right, uh, so we're back in the Indie Dorks projection room for another episode of Bill and Claire's Excellent Adventures. That's the name that we've settled on for the podcast. I'm excited. Are you excited? Yeah. And we're watching the movie that my dad came up with. It's called Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Right. So it's the namesake for the podcast. Um, <laughs> Except there's one difference. Instead of Bill and instead of Bill and Ted's, it's Bill and Claire's. Yeah. Wait. I said it right at the beginning, though. Right. Bill and Ted. Bill and Claire's Excellent Adventures. Okay. Good. Because when we were searching for the movie on the streaming service, I typed in Bill and Claire, and it didn't come up, and I was confused. So that's what I I said. Wait, uh, are you searching up podcasts or are you searching up a movie? Uh, All right. So uh, as is customary, then I guess um, we've watched the trailer for the movie. Uh, What did you think of the trailer? nice i thought it was pretty nice but one thing i didn't get is why is why they is why they saw themselves mm-hmm. and you said that we would talk i said why did they see themselves and you said let's talk about it during the intro so and so now we are here in the intro <laughs> <laughs> it's a little time travel of our own um so it's another time travel movie uh, so the idea for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is that two um, kind of classic slacker kids, high school age kids, uh, get given the keys to their own time machine so that they can go and pass their history exams. Um, and then naturally they get up to typical hijinks. This is actually our second time travel movie in a row because the Terminator is a time travel movie. Oh, yeah. So, I'm going to read you what it says on the thing. It says, Mm -hmm. two airheads who are about to fail history class are given the chance to take an epic trip through time. Keanu Reeves... Keanu. Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter star in the most outrageous comedy in the history of history. With appearances by Napoleon, Beethoven, Socrates, Billy the Kid, and Abraham Lincoln. Socrates. It's a tricky one. He's the old guy in the robe. He's an ancient philosopher dude. Um, So why did they see themselves in the show? Because they went, um, their future selves went back in time and met their present selves. So it would be like if you got given a time machine and you went back in time to yesterday and you told past Claire what was going to happen to tomorrow Claire. But that's called the butterfly effect if you if you if you affect the back it's it's something i've seen and picked up in other movies uh-huh. if you change something about the past it would it would change the future too 
That's true. The How? Butterfly uh, effect. Where did you hear about the butterfly effect? Well, um, I watched this episode. I've seen. I've actually seen. I've actually seen a series called Best Friends Whenever, mm-hmm. and these two friends can can just clap their can clap their hands and think of where they're gonna go, and then they're gonna go that time. It can be mm-hmm. in the future or it can be in the past, mm-hmm. and. Um, so it's like that, and they and they changed the past about something, and so then they did created the butterfly effect, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that well, that was that's kind of the idea of that the Terminator that the machines have in the Terminator, right? Is they want to go back in time and change a small thing to wildly change the future. Uh, so do you think that we'll get any timeline shenaniganry in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Maybe because they did see themselves, because they did see, though, because they did see themselves from the past. That's true. The future selves saw the past selves, so probably. Yeah, things always have a chance to get very timey wimey. Ooh, timey wimey. That's something we should watch at some point. Is Doctor Who? He's famous uh, time traveler for a television series. Oh, my friend Cora. I've mentioned this in the um thing. I mentioned, um, well. Well, I mentioned my friend Cora in the thing, and um, in all about ourselves. Has she uh, seen uh, Doctor Who? Did she talk about that she with you. She watch. She watches Doctor Who. Mm. It's a good show. We should look at it. Um, all right. Well, I think that's enough for right now. So let's duck out of this and go watch the movie, and then we'll see them back on the other side. Okay. Bye. Bye. What you got in the trunk? Oh, you don't want to look in there. All right. Uh, So we just finished watching Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Uh, I had a good time with it. Uh, Claire, did you enjoy watching this movie? Yep. Yeah? Uh, What was your favorite part? My favorite part was, um, was the report. My favorite part of that part was um was when Napoleon set was when Ted said I don't think that's gonna work and then Napoleon said something in French and then just hit the board and all the pieces came off. <laughs> I like that part a lot too. Um, it reminds me of playing board games with your mom. Honestly, it reminds me of when Quinn gets mad and she just and she just goes like. Um. So, uh, what did you uh, what did you think of Bill and Ted as characters? What did you think of those two guys? I liked them. Yeah. I didn't like how they were immature, but I liked them. Mm-hmm. What was immature about them? They never did their homework. <laughs> do Do you do your homework? No, but I memorized my stuff. They were like, they just made up stuff like Caesar. Uh-huh. They said Caesar is the most important. Caesar is the most important part of a salad. Right, because of Caesar's dressing. I know. <laughs> um, what else did you think about them? Well, I don't like how they never even thought of memorizing their stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's important to like learn stuff and pay yeah, attention so like to what's going on. Not, so like, if you're not going to do your homework, at least memorize your things. Because mm-hmm. like, I don't do my homework, but I memorize all my stuff. And I... We'll either get a one hundred on that test, mm-hmm. or nothing, or nothing below a seven, or nothing below an eighty. Mm, okay, so you'll either get a C, a B, or an A. A B or an A. Ah, okay. 
Is it, it 80 down, a B? Yeah. Oh, okay. 80, 85, and eight, 80, 80 through 91 is a B. Uh-huh. 90, um, 92 through 100 is an A. Okay. Um, what did you think about how they talked? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You were saying that you liked some of their catchphrases after the movie was done. What did you like about what they said? I, I like... These were their two favorite catchphrases. Excellent! And party on, dudes! <laughs> did you think that they talked... Um, did they talk silly? Is that the first... Have you ever seen anybody talk like that in a movie before? Sometimes I'd watch a movie and then they do like a gang sign, uh-huh. like one of those surfing signs where you stick out your thumb and your pinky and then you just move your hand like that. I've seen movies that have gone like that before and I've seen movies where they're like, excellent, but I've never heard of party on dudes before. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't think the surfing thing is a gang sign though. I think that's more just like a hand gesture, like hang yeah. loose, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or like live on, or like live long and posture. Prosper. Prosper. <laughs> yeah, and Claire is actually doing a very good uh, Vulcan salute. That's really good. Did you have to practice that? No. Because yeah, my fingers, when I was learning how to do it, I had to learn how to make my fingers go together to do it right. It just is, feels normal for you? It takes me a minute to do it because sometimes I accidentally move these fingers like this mm-hmm. instead of like <laughs> this. Yeah. So it takes me a minute to do it, but I can do it. So we talked about some of the time travel stuff um, before uh, we saw the episode. What did you think about the time travel side of the story? I liked it. I really thought that there was going to be a butterfly effect from taking the movie. Uh-huh. But there was a sequel, so what I'm thinking that's going to happen in the sequel is when they're bringing their people back, the butterfly effect happens. Oh, yeah? Okay. That's what I think it's about. Because a lot of times sequels are like... Cause because it, it isn't because you said it was a sequel and not like a second movie mm-hmm. like in the series it's not a second movie like when they're like older or something it is a sequel which means it's sort of like the movie but su- but different wait so can you tell me what the difference is between a second movie and a sequel well a second movie is like the story continuing a mm-hmm. sequel is the is the do it's the story of the first original story um, tinkered with or like made completely new, but it, and it and it even has a different name, but it has the character. So like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, you the sequel is Bill and Ted's Bogus Adventure. Bogus Journey. Bogus Journey. So a sequel is like an immediate continuation of the first story, and a second movie is like the same characters. But a totally different story. That's the other way around. Oh, okay. So a second movie is an immediate continuation of the first yeah. movie. And like a sequel Twilight is Sparkle. it has seven it, Right. Episodes. And a sequel is the characters just at some later on point in their life or something. Or the same story different. Hmm. Okay. Where'd you get that idea from? Um, I've seen movies and then I've seen sequels of the movie before and that's where I mm-hmm. picked it up because I, because I also read bo- movies that talk about sequels sometimes okay. that took a little about it and I used context clues and it said like, the, and it said like, this movie sequel is better, is better than the, is better than the other movie. And then I picked that up that mm-hmm. it's probably like, 
it's probably like a different move. It's probably like a different story mm-hmm. than the other one because it said this sequel is better than the original movie. Mm, okay. So that's where I picked it up. I see. I see. Okay. Mm, I guess at some point then we'll have to talk about remakes too and whether or not those are sequels or second movies. Um, well, what else did you think about the time travel? So there was no butterfly effect, but did you think that they did a good job using time travel for their history report? Well, they didn't. Well, um, he didn't. I don't think he did a good job because, like, before they started, they had to remind they themselves reminded themselves. Yep. To um, one, don't forget to hug the princesses, mm-hmm. and two, you do the trash can thing, and three, don't forget to wind your watch. Right. Did they remember to wind their watch? Nope. Nope. Did they hug the princesses? Nope. So they failed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But they didn't fail for the trash can. Which is good. Yeah. But that's the only thing they didn't fail on. Well, but they also, um, they hide the keys successfully. And they do their presentation and get that all set up successfully. Um, And then at the end, they make the decision to go learn their instruments. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, but I don't think it was a good idea of just leaving them Mm. at the mall. No, no. It's a terrible idea. Because they got to, they got a, they got arrested. Yeah, but they're just high school students, and they don't think about the consequences and stuff a lot, right? Like I said about attack the block, think about the consequences before you do. Right. What happens if you leave Genghis Khan and sporting goods store? Madness and chaos apparently yeah. is what happens. <laughs> but they just left them at like they left them in a restaurant for mm-hmm. like the thing they pay for them before they did it, but like. It's one of those, it's like one of those old restaurants that like tell them pay before you do it, but nowadays you pay after mm-hmm. you go. But that's a lot of trouble because a lot of times if you don't make them pay first, mm-hmm. like have a certain amount of money and like, have, like for example, $20, if you, like I think it's, I think it was better before. Mm-hmm. When they like you, but pay before because now if you pay after, they're just not gonna pay. They just run off. When are you paying for things? I mean, adults or Uh, or teenagers. They'll they'll pretend like they're gonna pay for it and then they'll just run off. Classic teenagers move. Yeah. Um, And robbers. (laughs) My favorite part, I think, of the movie was when Beethoven is in the uh, keyboard store. And he hears a new kind of music on the synthesizer and he immediately adapts to modern day music and starts playing like a rock anthem in the middle of the store and everybody digs it. Like I I love the idea of thinking about people from the past because I think sometimes we think that they're just old and they're very set like like that's Beethoven would only have ever played classic piano music. But if you put him in the present, I think that he's such a, like, he can be an adaptive artist and then he can adapt to modern times and rock people just the same as he did back then. One thing I like about the movie is, like, one of the lessons is if you take someone from the past to the future, mm-hmm. um, you can learn a lot from them. Even someone who doesn't even speak English, mm-hmm. you can learn a lot from them because they're, like, telling you, like, they're like showing you that they can be better than than like because like back then they only had pianos pretty much mm-hmm. they only had piano pianos and saxophones and 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 music that you wouldn't and like 
things that you wouldn't see a lot of today. And those were like olden time pianos. Nowadays, we have pianos that go really high. Mm-hmm. Last, before, they didn't have really high keys. They really just had low keys, middle keys, and sort of high keys. Hmm. Okay. Like the high key today is D. Oh my gosh. And the, low, and, the, and the high key back then was T. <laughs> so like, you don't see a lot of those pianos around. Right, today. right. Um, was I'm sorry. As soon as you made the T noise, I completely lost the next thought that was in my head. I forgot entirely what I was gonna say. It just shook it right out of my brain. Um, oh man, it's totally and completely gone, Claire. Um, all right, well, we'll come back to that because I will definitely remember what I was gonna say about that. <laughs> um, okay, so let's see. Um, now, did you recognize uh, Keanu Reeves in the movie? He's the guy that plays Ted, the the kid with the long, like, black hair. Um, no, I don't recognize. Mm-hmm. I didn't recognize him. I don't think I've seen him in a move in another movie before. Do you remember when we watched The Matrix? Yeah. Do you know that the kid that plays Ted is the kid that plays Neo in The Matrix? Wait, isn't in the Matrix, but isn't he like, um, isn't he the kid who dies in like the first movie? I mean, in our, like for a first scene when they go back in, he gets shot in there. In the chest? Yeah. At the end of the movie? No, that's the beginning of the movie. Oh, no, 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 no. Neo is the main character. He's the, he's the, the main guy in the story. Trinity and Morpheus find him and he turns out to be the one. Yeah. Yep. So that guy is Keanu Reeves also. I don't know if you've seen any other Keanu Reeves movies. I think the only other movie I've seen is The Matrix. But I didn't really, like, recognize him because in Ted, because in, in Bill and Ted, um, in Bill and Ted, he has, like, black hair, but in, um, but in Matrix, he has brown hair. Yeah, I don't know if it was brown or black. I guess in the outside of the Matrix, his head is shaved anyways. And then inside the Matrix, his hair kind of looks green because of the monitor tint. Um, yeah, you know, um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is an old movie. I mean, it's from 1988. Uh, so it's 30 years old uh, now. And the Matrix is much newer. I mean, that's him um, 12 years, 11 years older. Yeah. Did you recognize any of the other people from the movie? Mm, no. Okay. Um, so, let's see. What did you think about the movie uh, overall? Did you enjoy watching it? Yeah. Yeah? And would you recommend it to people? Mm, probably. Because it doesn't have any violence in it. Mm-hmm. Well, except for France. It's pretty much the only violence. Well, yeah, because they go right into war there. Uh, but then there's that part where you think Ted got stabbed. But that wasn't really violent because cause it, cause if you look at it, it looks like he's just hitting the ground with the sword. Mm-hmm. If you like, because like, because if you just, if you watch it the first time and then watch it again in like a day or two, if you look very closely, you'd see it hits the floor and mm-hmm. not the actual night. Mm. Okay. So there's no blood in it, really. Yeah, there's no yeah. blood. There's actually no blood at all. 
how how would you describe this movie? Is it a comedy? Is it a drama? What what does this movie seem like to you? Um, it said comedy, but it's but it's more like a comedy a, a comedy drama uh-huh. because the drama part is like Bill and Ted. It's like Bill and Ted with um the girls. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then and then also and then um the comedy is like everything else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. All right. Well, do you have anything else that you want to say about this movie? Mm, no, but um, have you said what you had forgotten when I did that? Thing? No, it's totally gone from my head, Claire. It is completely gone from my head. I do not remember. Wait, so in the list you said recommendations. Uh-huh. Like, if you'd recommend it. Uh-huh. Um, we talked about that. Did you like it? Yep, we talked about that. Um, do you recognize some of the characters? Talked about that. And there's one more thing. Uh, the story. Yeah, the story. Yeah, we talked about the story. Yeah. So I think we got it all. Yeah. Yeah, I just forgot one thing that I wanted to say because you made a funny noise that I did not expect for you to make. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. If, uh, if I suggested us watching the sequel, would you want to watch the sequel? Yes. Okay. I want that to be our next movie, the sequel. Oh, yeah? All right. We'll see. But we also got the Terminator sequel, too, if you want to watch that. I want to watch Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. I want uh-huh. to watch that first. Okay. All right. So that's a pretty strong endorsement of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. All right. Right on. All right. Well, uh, then I will see you guys on the other side for some more thoughts from me. I guess say bye for now, Claire. Bye. I'll see you on the other side as in um, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey intro. All right. Sounds good. Come on, Duke. Let's go do those crimes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go get sushi and, and not pay. All right. So that's Bill and Ted's excellent adventure um, with Claire. You know, uh, for me, Bill and Ted is a mainstay from my childhood. And it's one of those movies that I have periodically revisited throughout my adult years and been very happy to find that my enjoyment of it holds up. Um, you know, a lot of times with movies from, from your childhood, you, you go back and you look at them and um, they're just not as engaging. And there's something about the story I think really it's the heart of Bill and Ted and the way that they wear their sleeve, their hearts on their sleeves um, through the entire film that it makes them very, very easy to connect with. Um, and, you know, I think it's very apparent that Claire connected directly with them. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes after we watch these movies, I find that the conversation goes um, not necessarily about the movie exactly, but it generates a flight of ideas. And so you could see that where she wanted to talk about, you know, school and her experience with school and uh, her experience with studying, you know, kind of the same things that they were going through and how she was overcoming them. And I think one of the important takeaways for me for that in the way that I approach um, not just the conversations for this podcast, but the way that I try and approach stuff with Claire at this point in her life is to keep in mind that she's she's constantly making these associations with other things. Um, like, you know, she even 
says it quite bluntly, like I'm using context clues to figure this out, you know, because that's what they're learning in school in terms of how to look at a piece of fiction or uh, new words or stuff like that in their class or new concepts in their class and, and being taught to kind of figure them out. And she is very adept at that. Um, and she's got a memory like a steel trap. Uh, you know, she referenced our conversation with Attack the Block, and we definitely did talk extensively about consequences for that. Um, so, I, you know, I mean, they're they're constantly taking these things in. And I think, too, it's a little bit funny sometimes on the backside of, of these movies where, you know, she emphatically said that the sequel is the movie that she wants to see next. Um, but the way that she talked about this movie was kind of different than the way that she sort of engaged with the Terminator. I think the Terminator, for example, had a lot more new ideas that she really hadn't seen before. Um, in the case of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, uh, you know, she's watched movies about high school kids overcoming obstacles. You know, she's familiar with the character references of slackers. Uh, receiving uh, a call to action and having to answer that call to action and step up or evolve or grow as people. Um, you know, she's seen movies with time travel in them before. Uh, so in, in that way, you know, this movie wasn't really as off the beaten path as I thought it was going to be. I kind of assumed that I was going to show her sort of a science fiction movie that's got a very history-focused element um, that's an adventure story and uh, something from my childhood and that it might um, be something different for her. Um, but, you know, in the ensuing conversation, I realized, yeah, this is this is all stuff that she's seen. It's a different version of it. Um, it's an entertaining version of it. And she definitely enjoyed it, as evidenced by the fact that, you know, at the end of the conversation, she absolutely wants to watch Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey next. Um, but it's not new. And I think that's that's something else to keep in mind, too, is that, you know, it's it's easy to kind of assume that um, because the kids are so young that they don't necessarily have a frame of reference for a lot of the movies that you might want to show them. Um, but a lot of times that's just a mistake, you know, um, that's that's where the, the constant hunting for context clues comes into play. You know, the world is still very big and expansive for them. And, you know, she's constantly trying to put the pieces of everything together to make it make sense in her head. And that's why I find it so fascinating to listen to her description of, uh, you know, in this case, the difference between a sequel and a second movie. Uh, or in the case of the Terminator, the distinction between a cyborg and the importance of a cyborg starting as a human versus uh, a machine. And, you know, exploring those little contextualizations on her part, uh, where she sort of made these deductive leaps about how things should be organized, kind of gives me some insight into what she thinks about a lot. And I find that to be very rewarding and very engaging. Um, yeah, so uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, huge hit, not at all off the beaten path. And I think then Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey will be our next movie. Uh, so 
If you guys have any questions, uh, feel free to hit me up on the social media. You can find me at WBDAS on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find the rest of the dorks, Brad Gullickson, at The Mouth Dork on Twitter and pretty much every social media profile that he's on. Uh, you can find Lisa Gullickson, Sidewalk Siren, at Sidewalk Siren on Twitter. Uh, you can find Darren Smith, at The Disco Dork on Twitter. And you can find Brian Young, at The Turtle Dork on Twitter. Uh, and that's all for now. See you guys next time.